3: Time now for the Six Rings Postgame Show. Breaking down everything Patriots now. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI.
1: The voice of the Pats Populi, the Fox Pro faithful registering frustration, resignation, annoyance.
3: Who's resigning?
1: No, no, no! Resignation in the voice. That's that's, uh, that's been oh. my line all week long. Pat's Nation has turned into resignation as Patriots fans. I accept to any won-
3: resignations that come across my desk.
1: All right, uh, you have a desk,
3: Bill. I'm actually sitting at a desk. Yeah. Well,
1: who would who who would, who would resign to you?
3: Uh, Bill Belichick.
1: <laughs> you, you think you'd get the napkin and the sharpie? I resign as Maybe. HC of the NEP. He's like Andy. I've always BB. loved
3: you. Here's the scoop. I'm calling it. <laughs> wow,
1: you're going to get the exclusive on Belichick. Maybe. You never know.
4: Feel bad for Gerard talk. Mayo, and yeah, everyone no, 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 who was it. in line.
1: I mean, is Gerard Mayo the definite at this point? Like, we had a caller earlier, say, asking us in the first hour, and if you missed it, you can always use the Odyssey app to rewind or subscribe to the Six Rings post game feed, the Six Rings and Football Things podcast feed as well, where you can always catch up on the latest and the greatest that we have to offer here on WEI Boston Sports Original. To you, the greatest fans in all the lands of football, um, saying, you know, the question was, what do we have to look forward to going forward? Uh, You got to keep, you know, uh, it's not like you can see Gerard Mayo do anything, you know, on the field that'll make you say like, oh, this guy's going to be a great coach. Aside from maybe the development of a couple of players that you hope will be around here in the future and wondering exactly how high the draft slot may go for the Patriots. You got 11 games to in glory. Holy smokes. I'm not even sure what to call the remainder of the season. Oh, and here's Patriots coach Bill Belichick.
5: All right. Well, you know, obviously we just couldn't, couldn't quite make enough plays here tonight. You know, had our opportunities and just, you know, need to do a better job here in, you know, really just about every area. Just any one of a number of things could have made a difference, and we just need to, you know, be able to coach it better, play it better, execute a little bit better. And um, that was really the story of the game. Uh, Bill, you you get your team in a situation, you know,
3: three and a half to go, you're within two and how frustrating is it to see you know, the penalties, the Jennings, and then when you guys got the ball Mafia and some of the penalties that you guys continue to kind of kick yourselves a little bit with?
5: Yeah, we had penalties at the start of the game and had three penalties in the last two minutes. So yeah, it's not, not a good formula to eliminate that. Bill, uh, Devontae Parker said that he got his fingertips on the ball uh, late in the game from Mac Jones. I'm just curious to hear what you saw in that play. Yeah, it's on the other side of the field. Uh, what went into the decision to uh, sign Milly Cunningham to the 53-man roster and make him your backup quarterback? Um, we have a lot of people that are hurt. Hey Bill, uh, two part question. Um, what's the most challenging
2: aspect of how this season's playing out so far? And second part of that, um, how personal is this to you as a
6: coach who's had so much success?
5: Yeah. Well, right now it's just about this game, so you know, just take a week by a week. That's the NFL.
3: What What about the, the
7: challenging aspects?
2: Some of the same things, maybe that have happened in pre- previous games with the, you know, the assignments, the penalties. Oh,
5: this game is a lot different than the last two games, so I don't think you can compare those. Uh, my
6: Bill was uh, Micah Wenu available only in emergency today.
5: Oh uh, yeah, that's right.
6: Because, uh, due to health. And and uh, on Malik, um, was his standing as the number two quarterback in the game today reflective of where the depth chart stands overall, or was that more of a game specific decision?
5: Yeah, we're just talking about this game. Uh, Bill, what do you do to try to you know stop this you know sort of downhill roll right now and get these guys back on track? Yeah, like I said, we had our chances today. We going to play better and coach better. Uh, Bill, obviously Mac coming off a couple of tough games. How do you think he responded this week in practice, and then today in the game? I I think we, you know, as a team, you know, we all responded. You know, they all responded pretty well, competed well. We just, like I said, we just didn't make enough plays to win. And that's really across the board, offense, defense, you know. Kicking game, it's there's we could have been better in every year. I mean, there weren't many plays in the kicking game, honestly. There was not that many, but. On offense and the defensively, there's certainly some things we could have handled a little better than we did.
7: Billy mentioned not a good formula to have the penalties that you guys had today. But what, in your opinion,
3: is the root cause of the number of penalties you guys had today?
5: Yeah, i take a look at them. You know, I mean, we had a holding call, we had a pass interference call. we don't see their call. I guess the false start was a false start. So, yeah. okay, thank you.
1: Okay, great. Another good time on ice with Coach Belichick at the podium following yet another soul punch of a defeat. This one, at least the Patriots scored points in. This one, as you pointed out earlier, Andy, more reminiscent of the earlier games where the Patriots put themselves in an early hole, fought back, never once knew the lead in the game, almost did, but in the end, well, let's see. First, Keyshawn Booty didn't get his feet in. Then there was the bad pick to Parker. Now we have the Parker drop. Ah, uh, some. Uh, oh no! What, and what was the final play in the in the Miami game?
3: Uh, da, 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 da.
1: What 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 ended that one? Was there a fumble? Oh no! It was the Cole Strange run.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, Cole the first down the that lateral was then from yeah. yeah, first down, then no first down.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah. There was that, and now of course we've got the Parker drop and. Sax Crosby getting the best of Mac in the end zone for the safety. At this point yeah. now, it's almost like you could just basically have if the Patriots lose this season, like in so many years past, you could basically just have a pre-recorded Bill Belichick post-game presser, and then you could just drop in, like have AI drop in specific references. Otherwise, yeah. well, otherwise, it's all, they all sound the same. Didn't make enough plays, got a coach better. Great. Okay, cool. Yep. You guys haven't been able to do that all season so far, so when are we going to see you coach better or things get better, Coach?
3: Appreciate the answer to Phil Perry too, when he asked about the penalties. And Bill said, "Well, there was, there was the hold, and then there was the uh, pass interference, and then I guess the false start was a false start." Oh, thanks, Bill. Thanks for the explanation. I think he was looking for more. Those do why. sound like
4: penalties. Mm-hmm. They are.
3: But why does your team keep making so many penalties? Is it a coaching problem? Is it a player's problem? Is it a caring problem? Because we used to mock teams like this. Remember the Raiders were always a team that it was always very, very high in penalties. And it was like, they're not professionals. It's coaching. There's no commitment to excellence like they say there is. All that. Why, Bill? I don't need you to relist the penalties. We were there. We saw the penalties. It's just... And, and my guess is he doesn't have an answer. My guess is he's tried to crack down. My guess is... His team is just not very professional, and it's just not a team that is sort of beholden to attention to detail. I also think when you're not as good, you end up with some of those penalties, some of the holds or some of the false starts. Like, if you're an offensive lineman who's worried about getting beat, you know what you do? You're so worried that you go early. And yep. who, who could that be? Oh, low. He's Lowe. So, he's the most beat offensive lineman in football, right? All these PFF stats or next-gen mm-hmm. stats oh, or whatever. Yeah.
1: He's not very good.
3: So you know what you do? You, you try to anticipate, and you're trying to get that extra quarter of a second jump on Max Crosby, and you jump the snap. Like I do think a lot of penalties are actually um, founded in a lack of talent or a lack of confidence. You try to overplay. Actually, turnovers are too with Mac, I think, when you're trying to do too much. So I think talent and the need to make plays without enough talent is the root of a lot of the mistakes and the ineptitude that the Patriots put forth out there? And therefore, you can well, if you guys jump off sides again, we're doing we're gonna doing ten hills on Wednesday at practice. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what Very I mean? Great. Is that, that solve anything? Does that do anything? So in one sense I understand why Bill doesn't have an answer, but in another sense, he doesn't even try to answer.
1: No, he doesn't. I mean at this what does he got, what does he have to offer? And he probably figures at this point. I've done so much for these people. What do I owe them? Like, well, I don't know. Maybe just. Oh, he
3: absolutely believes that. Even though what he should owe is an answer to the people that have paid thousands and probably season ticket holders. Some of the they're in like hundreds of thousands of dollars they've invested individually. Right. Over the years, 20 plus years and away trips and Mm -hmm. tailgating. That's what you owe them. You owe them a return on their investment. You, you owe them just the respect that they deserve, the loyalty that they've shown over the years. Maybe show some loyalty in return, like some of that, but whatever. He doesn't have that. He'll never have that. He doesn't have humility. He doesn't have some of those um, character makeups that you'd expect. And guess what? Maybe that's why he was so great for so long. Because maybe humble people, you know, nice guys finish last. Maybe he's not nice guy, and that's why he finished first so often.
1: Well, earlier tonight when I was at the stadium, I had the pleasure of hosting the Patriots away game season ticket member viewing party. They do one per year and we tried to keep the mood light and there was a lot of self-deprecating humor and there were good vibes and there were over 2000 people there and there's free snacks and lighthouse tours. And I tell you, so many people who are already basically have cashed their chips in on the season and know the team's going nowhere are still there watching. They're still there cheering. They brought their kids for face painting and s'mores and free cookies and just the spirit of watching football together and the camaraderie and the frustration on their face, just, you know, after one mistake, after the next, I can only imagine what it was like towards the tail end of the game. Just it's, you know, I mean, these people have known so much joy that you can't really feel badly for them, but you admire the dedication but there is sort of a sickness to all of us, just like we we now know what the result is going to be pretty much every week. And yet in Pavlovian manner, the bell rings and we go right up to that bowl and we just eat crap every week. <laughs> we can't eat, we yep. Just
3: eat. It's what we do. It's And that's loyalty. And that is. Yep. And, and I don't know where it'll go. You know, you and I have talked a little bit about this in terms of the crowds at Gillette and paper bags and ratings and and purchases and attention to the team and there's definitely people that are losing interest there's definitely people that are red zoning it or just zoning out altogether and probably going apple picking or pumpkin picking or cider and donuts or whatever you do this time of year when you don't have to worry about dedicating three plus hours to a football game.
1: Most teams will be appearing on the red zone this year, and the Patriots will be featured on the dread zone, which is always a good time. Oh, Wayne, Steve, I'm just shot. ah, whatever. It's not a cheap shot. Wayne, Steve, it's not Danny, a cheap shot if it's true. <laughs> see, just like you say, the truth is never mean. Right. Well, tough s. <laughs> no. Don't tell me
4: if it's you're buying into that.
1: I can't help it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm disappointed, just like the rest of you. Wayne, Steve, Danny, Jeff, Rick, don't you guys go anywhere. The lines may be full, but we'll try to squeeze you in at 617 779 7937. Your call's coming up, plus Mike Cadlett, Christian Fourier, and everything else that we can offer you up until 10 o'clock on the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI.
3: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island.
6: What happened on that deep ball on on the last drive? Looked like you got behind the coverage.
8: See, I don't know. What'd you see? Looked like you got behind the coverage. Ball was there. Yeah, I guess that's just what happened. I was behind the coverage.
5: Next. Did you get your fingers on the ball? I think my fingertips, I think. But
8: I didn't get get a whole full grasp of it. Do
3: you feel like that's a ball that you can catch?
5: Uh, I think so. I mean... Fingertips. I oh, no,
1: Did you get your fingertips on the ball? I don't know. We'll see. Did I? I got behind the coverage. What'd you see? Next. Wow. Thanks for all the comfort and humility. Yep. Following one of the worst plays of your professional career. And the sole punch of another ending to a Patriots game in the 2023 season—that was Devonte Parker in the locker room to Chris Mason of Mass Live and other members of the Patriots media <coughs> cartel, if you will. Ugh, following Parker's drop at the end of the game, that would have put the Patriots close to midfield and at least given Mac Jones a chance to try to engineer his second comeback of his young NFL career. Alas, Andy, it was not meant to be had. Your final 21. 21- 17 raiders
3: as is uh, so often the case uh, i'm gonna be careful here though it was uh it was way more than just the tips buddy yeah <laughs> that it was the was whole that- <laughs> hand oh andy that <laughs> was um, no got what whole, are we doing
1: you got the whole like, uh, he, uh, whole hand in there russ
3: he uh <laughs> he um i give chris gasper credit because there's part of me that wants to say i believe that was chris gasper um that said it looked like he got behind the the coverage there's a part of me that would like to think somebody would just say, "It looked like you, me. You dropped a perfect pass. Like mm-hmm. that's the answer."
5: If, in my you world, got behind of... the coverage, ball mm-hmm. was there. Yeah,
8: guess that's, that's just what happened. I was behind the coverage.
1: Okay, cool, great. Uh, and he
3: made a perfect throw, and you didn't catch it. Like in, in my truth is never mean world. That's how that would go. But he's he, he would have a hissy fit. He's a baby. He's sensitive. He's not professional. There's no Logan Mankins in him. There's no Matthew Slater in him. Those guys are stand-up and accountable. That is a lack of accountability. And people made fun of me this summer when I said I would have cut Trent Brown. I still would have. And guess what? I think I'd cut Devontae Parker. I think he's a net negative for this team. I don't know what he brings to the table. Raven, you know the The route he ran earlier was terrible. And this one, he doesn't catch the ball. And then he compounds the physical mistake, which happens by, like, being weird by trying to say it was on the fingertips or i don't even know what he's trying to do just be a man be a professional i I don't i don't really understand how you get to that level and are still such an oversensitive unprofessional baby just say you dropped it i gotta make that catch i'm paid to make that catch i let mac jones the entire offense and the entire team down that's the reality why can't he say that
1: because he, obviously things have come too easily to him before. Obviously he doesn't think that he was as guilty as we think that he was. It's a team game. I'm sure he would like to say, and you know, no one particular play causes a team to win or to lose. I couldn't disagree more with that assessment. If you paid me to feel a certain way about it, I, I just think, honestly, he didn't. He didn't show up. For the end of the game, just the same way he didn't show up at the, uh, he didn't show up for the post game the same way he didn't show up at the end of the game. Andy.
3: Right, and even if he doesn't want to get into any specifics, just go with the old fallback Troy Brown line. If it hits my hands, I should catch it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. I don't even need you to go into it's a drop or this or I let this down. Just go with a simple: if it hits my hands, I need to catch it. It's a lot like in camp, in practice, and I know it's practice, not a game, whatever. But there was a bad hold that caused Chad Ryland to miss a kick. And after the practice, I give him credit. And again, just the practice, but whatever. He said, if I kick it, I take responsibility for it. I got to find a way to get it through the uprights. Like that mentality.
1: Good for him.
3: And that's the mentality to me of a winner, of a professional, of a guy you want to go to battle with. What Devontae Parker did today is an example of a guy I don't want to go to battle with. So I'm ready to move on from all these guys. The season's over. So that's... The biggest problem for these Patriots is there's no answer to their their problems. Like, Mm -hmm. the season is over. Invest in the future. Invest in the draft pick. People can can claim you're tanking. I don't care. I would get rid of guys that are not all in. And I think there are way too many guys on this roster right now that are not all in. I would put Trent Brown there. I would put Devontae Parker there. I think I'd probably put Juju Smith-Schuster there. And... Go with the guys that are, are, are invested. Go with the Jabril Peppers. Go with the DeMario Douglases. Go with you know, Jelani Tavai.
1: Go with Jelani Kendrick Tavai. Unless, of Kendrick course, Kendrick Bourne may have value to another team.
3: Ezekiel Elliott is showing Devontae Parker and Trent Brown how to be a veteran professional, how to handle yourself, how to invest in a team that's maybe not as good as others you've been on, to invest in a role that's maybe not as big as you once had. But he was a hell of a lot player, better player than those two will ever be, and he's still giving it everything he has on the football field for the Patriots that are one and five in struggles. Like be a professional like Ezekiel Elliott, don't be a professional in embarrassment like Trent Brown and Devontae Parker and those guys.
1: I think we may have to start keeping tabs on a little running list here. Uh, who are the all-in guys and who are the got-to-go guys? That's an interesting little yep. nugget there, Andy, as we yep. make our way past the halfway point of tonight's Six Rings postgame show. Back to the phones we go. We have to re-vent with some of our Foxborough faithful here. Danny and Quincy. Hello, Danny. Yeah, we're talking, uh, what,
6: pumpkin spice in July, and now you guys are talking eggnog in October. Oh, my God, Nick. <laughs> it's
3: the world we live in. Hey, Life I, comes at you fast.
1: I, it was hard at who you brought bad. it up, not me. And Nick, you were wishing the subway away for this.
3: Yeah, I no, love those
1: Jets. Never again. Don't never look now, again.
6: the Jets. The Jets beat the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles. And Wilson, the guy was the guy was looking for a job in a grocery store four weeks ago. His coach benched him, and he seemed to come back from adversity better than Mac Jones could. Yep. Wouldn't
1: you say so? Yep,
8: I sure Absolutely. would.
1: I would. Have, I as a matter of okay. fact, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Danny. If it were, you know, if it weren't for a sluggish start, or maybe I don't know, you know, a, a little bit of an effort by the Patriots in a game now that a lot of Pats fans are probably saying, "Damn it, I wish we didn't win," you know, Zach Wilson would probably have a better than five hundred record right now and would have gotten his first win against the Patriots. Right.
6: When you look at it, this guy, this kid, went through and that crowd New York uh, market went through ten times the adversity Mac Jones did, and he came back after Rogers' injury and look what he's doing. And I'm, I'm. look at Nick. It took yep. you until what? Five minutes, five minutes to eight for you to mention the biggest play of the game, the turning point in the game. Another interception by Matt Jones with a clean pocket. The common theme of the team. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
4: whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa. Clean pocket. He was on a full sprint toward the sideline.
1: Yeah, he was. He wasn't on a life. full sprint. Yes, he yes, was. He, was. Danny. he had tucked yeah, the Andy. ball. So
3: you didn't watch the game. Thanks. Uh, thanks I for the call, love,
6: Andy. Andy, okay. Look, at... If you want, he had oh, tucked so the, the ball and was
3: running run. like it was a jet sweep toward the, the sideline. So don't tell me he was, he run was run run in a clean pocket. Can you, can you See, Danny, I can't take you seriously if you didn't watch the game or don't at least acknowledge the facts. I watched. You didn't. the pick was on the run toward the sideline. The ball had already been tucked into his arm like a running back. Every quarterback in the
6: league that's worth their weight in gold, can throw on the
3: run, Andy. Oh, the it was guy a was terrible was throw. It was oh, wait a, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait hey, a minute. Wait, no, 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 no. No, no. You just said it was in a clean pocket. So now you're saying he should throw better on the run. That's a discussion we can have. Why'd you lead with a lie?
1: I'm watching. It's not, it's not a lie. Hold on. Danny, hold on a second, please.
3: It's All not right. a lie if you believe it. Is I'm that what, wa- is that no, go? I'm
1: watching the replay right now on at NFL on the X machine. And so basically, Mac takes a one, two, three, four, five-step drop back. The pressure from Max Crosby, because it's easy, because he beats Vidarian low, comes right. around. So Mac steps up and then rolls to his right. He right. tucks the ball away. Then sees right. Hunter springs open and yep. uncorks a ball with far too much momentum and effort on it. Yes, to way too much mustard. He so where's the clean it.
3: pocket? Where's the clean pocket?
1: Well, he created the clean
6: pocket, Andy. He created a clean pocket. What the credit.
0: f
3: are you talking they- about?
0: He, he he
6: escaped the rush and found a slot in the pocket. He found it. That's not the, the pocket. pocket. Do you
3: Which even know what a pocket is? is? Do? do you know Andy. what a pocket is? It's when the guard drops back a little and the tackles drop back a little and you have a nice have pocket. have to be in
6: one spot, Andy. Have you-
3: oh, 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 Can't say on that on the air. air. You can't, if you can't argue without swearing, then don't start fights. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you just spew lies. Mac Jones is having enough problems on the factual aspects of his game right now can we agree on that fitzy enough problems there in reality He's having
1: an awful lot of problems and this right. was not this was i've seen people describe this i disagree with danny's assertion i don't i don't always disagree with him i don't always agree with him either i disagree with his assertion that this was the game right here also i disagree yeah, with I people that. that are I, I disagree with people saying ah this is the worst interception of the year. It's another game. It's not the worst interception I've ever seen. Was it a bad throw? Yes. Was there too much on it? Yes. A better pass without being harried and hustling should have been dropped into the hands of his bestie on the team. That's another week, Andy, where he's missed Hunter Henry, where he's been open, and it could have yep. been a pivotal play. You lose at least three, maybe seven, when this team is struggling, struggling for points. But Danny misremembered it to a certain degree that I, I I happen to disagree with. The two of you now are definitely at odds. These calls are getting very
8: contentious.
1: He, he did. You can't that Danny. Is, you can't do that. Danny knows better than that. Danny, come on I, uh, now.
3: I think I got under his skin a little.
1: I I, I think so. I have well. a way of
3: doing that with people.
1: You know, I've noticed. <laughs> you
3: know, I've noticed. No, but my point would be if he made that throw from a clean pocket, it's a much bigger problem. Mac Jones will never make his money in the National Football League sprinting toward the sideline for his life and uh, then throwing on the run.
1: He can Mac do Jones it. playing on the run, Mac Jones improvising, Mac Jones off platform, Mac Jones off script. These are never things you're going to hear when you uh, uh, right before someone says and much success was to follow for the Patriots. That's not and, that's not his game. That's not how he rolls.
3: And I will go back to the throw to Ty Montgomery where he hit, I want to say, number 41 from the Raiders. Yeah, in the Robert hands.
4: Spillane. It was very close.
3: Oh, yeah. my God. He hit him in the hands, and it deflected through. And, and opposite of last week when he hit Montgomery in the hands, and it turned into a pick. This mm-hmm. week he hit the defender in the hands, and it turned into a completion. But <laughs> that was a much worse throw for me. Like, that was a horrific throw. This one was, as you said, Vidarian low doing Vidarian low things mm-hmm. which leads Mac to have to do things he's not great at mm-hmm. um because you know Danny can lust after a quarterback that can do those things consistently make throws on the run off platform on like but that's not who Mac Jones is supposed to be and yeah I just get why do we have to mischaracterize things when the reality is um ugly and and debatable enough we don't need to make things up do we
1: uh no we no we don't not not to try it's to piling our on our agenda at this point now who are we piling on you want to pile on us because we got to do this for three hours you want to pile on Mac Jones because Hey, call me an a hole that's not nice oh, well actually like you said the truth is never mean all right here we <laughs> it's true Andy <laughs> no. by the
4: way you have been called worse not on
1: the air oh
3: absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely the c word the other c okay, word the f word the m f word there, may... the there, word, there, there could everything.
1: be children headed home from the stadium there may be Daddy some...
3: what's the other
6: c word. <laughs>
1: All right, save that drop. Back to another, back to the phones we go. Wayno in Southie. Wayno. Wayno,
0: yeah, that's right, Wayno.
1: One in five. One in five.
0: You know, the last time I knew it was one in five, 60 years ago. The 1960 Patriots. Is that what we're reverting to? I'll see you you at Nickerson Field. I'll see you at Nickerson Field next next week. Belichick's on it. They're all about to get swept out to the sea because this isn't this can't be Patriots football. I feel like I'm watching a, a kid in the um, park dropping balls, can't get the ball. I, come on. Are you serious? Mac? You S, can I say S-U-C-K, fit? Yep. Yes. suck, 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 suck.
3: Well, there's a limit. You can only say three, actually. <laughs>
0: That's what I think about these Patriots right now. And like you said, you're right, Andy. You're 100% right. It is over. This is over. 2023, write it off. And please let's get back to building a real team. And if Belichick has to go, then he has to go. And I hope they do it. Uh, Belichick, 23 years. Thank you. Six Super Bowls. Two of them, Oh, yeah. No problem. You got to go, buddy. You're, you're like senile or something. You're not even... He doesn't even have any more. Like, he used to be mad, and then now he's just like, uh, dropping it down. Um, uh, um, uh, this is going to go. And that's what today. This is, you want to hear, them? what's his name, Mac? Here's Mac coming in. Well, hey, guys. You know, um, I try to get it out there to him, and um, but I couldn't see it down there. But we really tried hard today, man. We'll be back next week because we suck.
1: <laughs> Way no. That was pretty much. The entirety of the Patriot season done as performance art in just about a minute's time. Thank you very much for the call. I, this is where this is where it's going, Andy. I mean, at least there's still I will give the people that are calling you a holes. I'll give you the Wayne and Southie that are just furious and frustrated, and even more. I'll I'll say this: at least there's still a little passion, a little fire in their belly, a little passion in their hearts, a little wrath in their voice. Because if it keeps playing out like this. And this season goes 3-14, and 2-15, 4-13, and, and, and there's just not much to root for. We won't get this kind of anger at the end of the season. People will be beaten down. People will just be – the worst thing, the worst thing that could set in, apathy.
3: Yeah, we're not there yet, though. No. And it's our job, But how, think, soon?
1: how soon? How soon? Like, honest, well, legitimate question. How soon? Well,
3: I actually don't think it'll set in this year because um, – of the big picture questions and, and Belichick and transfers of power and, and free agency and draft picks and quarterback. And I just think that that we're not mired in year after year of horrific play. And like, this is actually something different. This, so we went from greatness to Mm -hmm. mediocrity. Now Mm -hmm. we've fallen from mediocrity to whatever you want to describe this
1: ineptitude,
3: ineptitude, but ineptitude that could lead to the future. Right? I think there's some of that talk. So, this is so different from what we've been through for so long. I think people will stay engaged in the big picture. You may lose eyeballs on specific games, like, oh, I'm not watching the Chiefs game. I know they're going to get rolled or whatever. But I think the big but picture T-Switch investment will be in there. The, t- the what? <laughs> oh, no. No shot. No? no shot. Well, maybe she rings the bell. She no. is tight with craft sports and entertainment.
1: Oh, Andy, I bet you they've already reached out. That's the. Yeah. That's what you got to look forward to. It'll and, be an absolute sellout. All your daughters will want to come yep. to the game. They'll Imagine have that. Ta- oh my God. That
3: would be the first time ever uh, my daughter be like, "Hey, can you uh, can you give me tickets to that Chiefs game?" Uh,
1: oh my. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly. Fo oh. shizzle the swizzle. Oh my word. Oh, shake it off, Nick. Just shake it off. 617-779-7937. There's your number. Steve, Jeff, David, Joe, don't you guys go anywhere. We'll get to you. We'll get to Andy Hart's thumbs up, thumbs down on the game. The Cars for Kids player of the game. Hopefully we'll hear from Cadillac and Fourier as promised. Still a lot coming at you on tonight's edition of the Six Rings postgame show following Pat's Raiders on WEI.
5: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove
3: what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in. Baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you
8: did.
1: Be hearing momentarily from our pal Mike Cadlick from weei.com. Christian Fourier checking in in a little while. Real quick, we take it back to the phones. Let's see who's been holding on longest. Jeff in New Jersey, you're up on six rings.
4: What's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? How are you, how are you, Jeff? Yeah, well, I gotta say, I feel like I'm living in Groundhog Day the last four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, this team is just—I I don't even know what to say anymore. It's—it's it's horrendous. I mean, Mac Jones. I mean, he costs us every game. I remember the good old days where it's like, ah, oh, two minutes left, quarterback's got his hands, we're gonna win. And now it's like, all right, how is he gonna screw it up? And I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, this team. I mean, we let go uh, Jacoby and signed Juju, and I don't even know where somebody needs to put Juju on a milk carton right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just so bad, and you know, and you you throw in the fact that even Matt, even Zach Wilson for the Jets looks absolutely competent, mm-hmm. so. What can we even say anymore? I mean, it, I think it's time to blow the whole thing up. I mean, top to bottom, scrap everybody. You know, I, I look at the next, the rest of the season, I don't even think we're going to get one win. Um, yeah. Not yeah. even against the Jets in Week uh, 18.
1: Oh, <laughs> so. don't you even dare count that one, Jeff. No, I... I don't disagree with you in the least, and I don't think a lot of people would. I'm not sure where the win would come from. I think a lot of people would like to blow it up. I just don't know what blowing it all up would look like or what it would do for the team right now, aside from maybe selling off any potential assets or parts that could net you some picks in next year's draft. And I thank you for the call, Jeff. Actually, now to help us try to paint the picture of what potentially realigning, blowing it up, or just trying to start over or hit the reset button would look like from weei.com on the Harbor One hotline. It's our Patriots beat writer, Mike Kavlik. Mike, yeah, okay, yep, good times.
7: What's up, fellas? How we doing? A close one. We had a little bit of fight, I think, right? Come on. Oh, some did. Listen,
1: this is the worst sad cheerleader <laughs> varsity letterman. Like, yeah, come on, guys, we can do it. We almost did it. Hooray. Terrible.
7: Oh, man. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, uh, it's uh, look, I mean yeah they competed, sure, but still too many too many costly mistakes, like at the end of the day, right and this was my number one thought in uh in my my post game column is that like look, we didn't blame Mac Jones in the end of this one because he did drop a dime to Devontae Parker that Parker should have caught, but I mean look, obviously, and you know Parker uh, deserves blame for that but it's not just one play that makes a game. And if you want to go one play by one play, you know, in the first half, Mac Jones threw that uh, interception that you could have had three points on. And so you take those three points, you tack them on at the end, you could have won the football game if that didn't happen. So still just too many mistakes that compound on each other. And uh, you still can't move the football, really. You know, a couple decent drives only put up 17 points. So yeah, you're never going to consistently win in the NFL if you can't score 20 points. So uh, that's where we sit right now. One and five. So... um
3: where would you I mean I feel like we're going to keep asking this every week in every loss but just I guess ranking the problems like the very first play of the game Vidarian Lowe false start and Vidarian Lowe gets beat for a safety on essentially the last play of the game and in between there was continued mistakes but you had Parker not playing well okay so the receivers still stink the offensive line still stinks Max still making too many mistakes and and that pick we talked about it that pick wasn't even maybe his worst throw. I thought the throw that should have been picked by number 41 yeah. putting in front of Ty Montgomery was a worse throw. Um, like, how do you layer the problems right now and how do you get out of them? Like, I guess would be my question. Yeah. I mean, it
7: all starts at, with the offensive line. And um, I, I sort of brainstormed this, I guess, you know, last night into this morning when I was on earlier with Gresham Arcand about this offensive line and how everything starts up front. And Offensive line at this point, in my opinion, is a more important position than quarterback. Because, you know, watching, I don't know if you guys saw it or if anybody who's listening saw it, USC played Notre Dame last night. Caleb Williams is the best quarterback in college football, and he can't do anything because he's under pressure. He gets sacked six times. He's running around like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to make too many plays. And so it, it all starts up front. And when up front can't protect, wide receivers and quarterbacks timing aren't on the same page. And when Mac's getting, you know, his, his, his hair's on fire trying to make too much happen. Mm-hmm. He's sped up. His process is thrown off. And then that makes, like, Mac's not, not to blame. Like, Mac Jones has, you know, to put it lightly, stunk, like, the last three weeks. And it's, it's not like he, you know, is um, out of, I guess, the blame pie. But it, it starts up front and it ends up front, really, in my opinion. If you get that fixed, um, you might have a chance down the line. But to, to your question, Andy, I don't know how they fix that because – they tried to fix it with Vidarian Lowe and Tyrone Wheatley, and Lowe, is, Lowe isn't good, and Wheatley's now on IR. So
1: oh, Wheatley's on IR, around, okay. It... Okay, so I was going to ask, yeah. I was yeah. going to ask, how bad is Tyrone Wheatley Jr. if Vidarian Lowe keeps getting beaten out there like a mule, yeah. in the, and this guy just is roundly run around by the Max Crosby's and other elite defensive ends of the NFL, and Wheatley can't get out there, but that would explain where things are. So, I, I look... And this is Mike Cadlick joining us on the Harbor One Hotline from weei.com. His post game pieces can be read right there now at weei.com, as well as Andy's thumbs up, thumbs down, and so much more. Uh, I, I, I just don't even know. Like, So that caller before you chimed in, Mike, said, I think we just need to blow this whole thing up. And he's not the first and the only one who has suggested as much. What do you do now in terms of looking at roster construction? Are there, like... Who would you look to potentially move on from so that at this point A you get rid of any bad apples or people that could divide the locker room or sour on the team and B who could net you some value that you don't think is going to be part of the long-term solution here.
7: It's it's such an interesting question Fitzy, because I mean you look at this team and where they're headed and you know you're you're one in 5. You're not or one in one four, they one in one in 5. One in 5. Losing no, one track five of the you had it right. <laughs> The losses yeah. are tough you to are keep are track of. F- <laughs> you are one and you are five, and there is um, there's, there's no hope. You're not coming back from this. You're not making the playoffs. You're two games out of third place in the AFC East. So um, the season is, for lack of a better word, doomed. You're, you're not going to make a run here. The trade deadline's coming up in two weeks, and uh, it kind of feels like baseball where buyers or sellers are. It's, It's the same thing, same trade deadline, you know, uh, proposition, buyers or sellers. The Patriots should be sellers. And in a normal, I guess, you know, Patriots season, we've never really had the Patriots have to be sellers because they always have been competing at this point. And so right now you look at it, and is Bill Belichick going to be here? Is he not? So if he's going to be here and, you know, Kraft wants to give it to him one more time and they have these internal discussions, Belichick would be, in theory, the one who would decide. Who they plan to resign this off season, and who they think they can get value for, and they're not going to resign. So you look at a Mike Onwenu who's in a contract year, or Josh Uche, Kyle Duggar, Hunter Henry, Jabril Peppers. Like, there's a lot of guys. And Peppers was awesome today. He's been awesome all season. Yep. I'm not trading he get him. I want him. No, nope, me I either. But and I, I agree nope. with you, Andy. But if if they don't, then who knows? So if you trade Peppers, world,
3: I'm would, not watching. <laughs> then who's going <gonna laughs> to do the post-game world, show though. with me? Nope. I'm not watching. Yeah, if you right. take away the one guy that I enjoy watching on this him. football team, <laughs> yeah. he's fun. He tries. I, he's like, I, I need I more agree. of him, not less of him. He is a guy, and I, I think that rolls into, we've been talking about, what do we call the list, Fitzy? The gotta go list?
1: Yep. The, no, it is the, if I'm checking my notes here, the who's all in list.
3: Yeah, but who's the opposite? Yeah. The got-to-go list they gotta is Devontae Parker, Juju Smith-Schuster, Trent Brown, the guys that I, gotta I want go no part grows.
8: of. Yeah, the got-to-go uh, bros, yeah. I
3: want grows. no part of those guys. I think you need to keep the Tavais of the world and the, and the Peppers of the world and the Ezekiel Elliotts of the world. There's guys that I mm-hmm. feel like are still very much invested, and I want – I want them trying. I want them competing. I want them doing the right thing and saying the right thing because I think there's too many guys on this roster that a aren't doing the right thing and b aren't investing emotionally in the way to help the team. And you're right, hope is gone. And the it's funny though, on. two
7: of those guys, you, two of those guys you mentioned on that gotta go list is in Trent Brown or Devontae Parker just signed ex- or, you know contract adjustments with the team. So yeah. I that don't that know means, what do into those.
3: Um, you know who else should be on the gotta go list? The guy who signed those uh, contract adjustments.
1: Uh I well, uh, kind you of, used your outside voice on that one, Andy.
7: Yeah, I know. Sorry.
3: And that's
1: kinda of, that's kinda of the interesting point
7: here on the on the trade deadline is you do have pieces you could move, but is it Belichick who's deciding we're not gonna keep a Mike on Wynu where if you do gut it and you do get rid of him, maybe the next uh the next administration, if you will, would be the would would have wanted to keep Mike on Wynu. So that that's kinda of where this gets a little a little interesting down the stretch. But there are guys that they could trade and realistically they probably should be sellers here.
1: Yeah, at this point now, I mean, like, I, I never thought as six games into a season we'd all be talking about the Patriots looking to become sellers on the market, but... Uh, here we have... are. Here, But here we are. Like, the season <laughs> has to take on some ulterior purpose or greater meaning, and right now it's not going to be compete and fight and resolve in Patriot way. At most, they are going to be two or three wins on the schedule the rest of the way if they continue to play like they have, and there have been no indications or signs that they're going to play otherwise, Mike, so... it. it it's 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 a lost season, like Andy said earlier. We have to cut our losses mm-hmm. now and try to figure out what it is that we can look forward to, what we can root for, and what positives we could possibly divine from this mess.
7: Do you like watching football on Saturdays? Start watching some quarterbacks. Hey,
1: I, honestly, no, dude. Drake, as I was making, yeah last no. night,
3: Drake May versus Caleb Williams was on. Right. They were on two. They were like competing broadcasts.
1: And before that, yeah. I was making dinner for the family, and I watched that awesome Washington Oregon game. That was the best football yep. I saw all weekend long. And I saw you got a nice Michael Penix tweet earlier today, Cadillac. Like, Jeez, Oh, making yeah. Making Andy Hartley like in <laughs> Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> I'm not sure. Um That's in, in all seriousness. That was a tough I, one. I'm not sure I love either of those guys that were in the first game. Knicks and.
7: No, Panos. Michael Penix is a stud. He's got. He, he's got some arms. left-handed. Just funny because he's a lefty. So he's what? He shops at the
3: left-torium. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Who was the last good lefty quarterback? It was like 30 years ago. Mike Cadillac. Mike
1: <laughs> Michael Michael Vick, Scott Mitchell. So many of them to choose from. All right.
3: Yeah. No. Uh, can I ask you a serious question though before you go?
1: Yeah, he's got to go. So
7: absolutely.
1: Oh. Yep. Well only because I'm... we have to well, we have commercials. Fourier's calling in soon. We got a lot of show. Okay. The lines are jammed. I could do it all night with Mike, but last question, please. Thank you. We could do,
7: can do one time. more. We'll do one more.
1: <laughs> what <a sweetheart>. Well,
3: <laughs> Parker wouldn't. He would say next Oh yeah, he would. He'd say next question. So I get one more in Devonte mm-hmm. Parker style. Um do you think I'm an A-hole? Because we had a caller
7: earlier, call me an A hole. That's your serious question?
3: Yeah,
7: it's
6: very
4: important to know. (laughs) Uh,
7: No, Andy, we've talked about this many a times, not only on the phone, not only on Zoom, not only at Gillette Stadium. You tell the truth, and the truth is never mean. Can
3: we can we cut that up and uh, keep that? That's
7: that's uh, well right, done, Joe, Mike Cadlick. Joe, delete that. That'll be, the, that'll be
3: in
4: the promo.
1: Joe, I'll dump get, get, dump 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 dump. Yeah, <laughs> dump, dump that. I'll, I'll tell you where the server farm is kept, so you can get rid of it. It'll never be it. Cut that. Yeah, cut that from the Six Rings post game feed as well. Mike, thanks very much for calling in. We'll look forward to reading your analysis and perspective over the course of the week as well at WEI.com. Give him a follow at Mike Cadlick. That's Cadlick with a K. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, pickle guy. Nope, no pickle pizza for anyone tonight. No pickle pizza, you. baby. All right. Talk buddy.
3: to you soon. Thanks, guys. Is that a punishment or a celebration pizza? I'm not sure.
1: It's delicious. <laughs> Don't judge. All See right. you, Mike. See you, Catholic. 617 779 7937. There's your number. I know the lines are full. We will get to Jake and Steve and Joe and Paul and David and everyone. And Christian Fourier is calling in next here on the Six Rings Post Game Show.
3: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island.